This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Lawmakers pass a bill banning age-based discrimination against workers over 45. Investment from Taiwanese companies moving their operations back from China is set to break 700 billion NT dollars. And a series of masks from the collection of France's Musée du Quai Branly have gone on display in the southwestern county of Jiayi. But first, today's top story. Lawmakers have passed a bill that aims to help middle-aged retirees and those over 65 return to the workforce with dignity. The law is part of a government plan to tackle a looming shortage of labor, a problem set to grow as Taiwan's population ages and its birth rate stagnates. Under the law, workplace discrimination against those over 45 is illegal. Employers found to discriminate against employees that fall into this category could be fined up to 1.5 million NT dollars, or 50,000 U.S. dollars. Wu Yujin of the majority Democratic Progressive Party is one of the lawmakers behind the bill. On Friday, she said that there is not enough legal protection for those willing to return to the workforce after retirement. She said the new law guarantees these people an equal opportunity. Wu also said that boosting the participation of middle-aged people and senior citizens in the workforce will in turn boost their financial security. The U.S.-China trade war has led a growing number of Taiwanese businesses to bring some of their Chinese operations back home. On Friday, Economics Minister Shen Rongjin said that investment from returning companies is set to break 700 billion NT dollars, or 22.9 billion U.S. dollars, next week. Shen said that the return of Taiwanese businesses from China is starting to grow at a steady pace. He said that while this pace is unlikely to see abrupt changes, another bout of U.S.-China trade friction could lead Taiwanese companies to speed up work to bring operations home. Shen also responded to concerns about how well-prepared Taiwan is to accommodate returning businesses. He said that concerns Taiwan may not be able to meet returning businesses' demand for electricity are unfounded. He said that Taiwan has taken steps to make sure that even the power-hungry companies in the semiconductor sector will have the electricity they need. He said that the power grid's operating reserve this year is at more than 10%, the equivalent of around 4 million kilowatts. Shen also said that Taiwan has land ready to house returning operations. He said that returning companies are basing themselves in disused factories, bringing them back to life. However, he said that the government plans to ensure that there is enough space for returning companies to use. It plans to make land available for lease in industrial parks across parts of Taiwan's southwest. A series of masks from the collection of the Musée du Quai Branly in France have gone on display in the southwestern county of Jiayi. The masks are being shown in an exhibit called Mask, Beauty of the Spirits. This is a special traveling exhibit that began touring the world in 2008. Its showing in Taiwan is being jointly sponsored by the Musée du Quai Branly and the southern branch of Taiwan's National Palace Museum. The exhibit features 100 masterpieces from Asia, Africa, the Americas, and Oceania. Some are recent works, while others are ancient pieces. 
The masks allow visitors to see how different cultures have presented their divinities and spirits in a tangible form throughout history. The exhibit will run through March 1st. Taiwan's baseball team will not be competing in the 2020 Olympics. The team was knocked out of the running for a spot at the 2020 Games on Friday after a loss to the U.S. team in the Premier 12 baseball tournament. The tournament is the qualifier for next year's Olympics. Taiwan shined early on in the game. A solo home run put the team up by 2-1 at halftime. But the U.S. team turned the tide in the second half and ended with seven strikes, eventually winning the game with a score of 3-2. Taiwan's head coach walked off the field right after the game and did not speak to any media outlets. For the past two years, the Michelin Guide has been profiling the best places to eat in Taipei, bringing Taiwan's proud food culture to a worldwide audience. But Taipei is far from the whole picture when it comes to the best of Taiwanese food. Now the Michelin Guide is giving Taiwan's second city its own place in the spotlight. Since 2018, when the Michelin Guide added Taipei to its list of gourmet hotspots, the city's food service industry has been booming. But as people from other regions of Taiwan will tell you, Taipei food is just one facet of Taiwan's rich culinary scene. It seems the Michelin Guide's editors agree. They've announced that from next year, the city of Taichung in central Taiwan is also going to appear in its Taiwan Guide. With close to 3 million people, a thriving art scene, and of course plenty of great food, this up-and-coming city is nothing to sneeze at. On Thursday, the Guide's regional director for Asia, Nicolas Achard, formally announced Taichung's inclusion in the 2020 lineup. Alongside him stood Transportation Minister Lin Jialong, who has served as Taichung's mayor and written a guide to the city himself. In his current position, Lin oversees Taiwan's Tourism Bureau. Lin said he hopes that in the future, the guide will expand its profile of Taiwan to include the dining scene in Taiwan's southern region as well. John Van Trieste, RTI News. A robot caregiver developed by Taiwan's Industrial Technology Research Institute has won an innovation award at the 2020 Consumer Electronics Show. The show is a global stage for consumer technology innovation. The robot will be showcased at next year's show. Whether they are getting up or eating, senior citizens living alone in the future can rest assured that they will be well looked after. That's thanks to a robot caregiver invented in Taiwan. The robot can monitor the well-being of senior citizens and analyze their eating and exercise habits. The robots will relay the information they collect to the adult children of their charges straight away. This robot caregiver is the work of Taiwan's Industrial Technology Research Institute. It makes use of a technology called ambient intelligence. The robots are equipped with built-in sensors that can detect potential problems and notify adult children. This means that if, for instance, the robot's charges have a fall, someone else will know about it immediately. Institute official Chen Ruiwen says the robot is designed to look rather like a piece of furniture, avoiding the problem of discomfort that a humanoid robot might create altogether. The institute says that the global production value of the robot caregiver is expected to exceed 17 billion U.S. dollars next year, and that there will be more demand for robot caregivers than industrial robots as the number of senior citizens worldwide grows. Paula Chell, RTI News. 
Three Taiwanese students have won a gold medal at an international inventors exhibit with a creative new take on the suitcase. Packing can be quite a hassle since a typical suitcase takes up a lot of space, but three young students from Taiwan have come up with a solution. Their suitcase design has won them a gold medal at the International Exhibition for Young Inventors, which recently concluded in Indonesia. These teenage inventors added two foldable supporting beams to the side of their suitcase. The beams can be unfolded at three different angles, allowing a user to open the suitcase without laying it flat on the ground. When opened at an angle, this suitcase doesn't take up that much more space than it does when closed and upright. The students have also installed wheels at the end of a beam to allow users to drag the suitcase forward at a tilted angle. They say this design leads to less wear and tear on the suitcases for wheels. Jake Chen, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I am John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.